There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Dwayne Basham, MD. Alex Brent Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brent Bernard. Michael Bryant on the line and Kristen Burt to join us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking, so when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it, it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle, it is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back on the phone, of course. Michael Bryant joining us on the horn. Also, Kristen Burt, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Big, big hit on the KQ Morning Show last week. Everybody's, oh, Kristen. <laughs> Is that what they were like? They yeah. were. Oh, that's exactly what they sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kristen Burt. That's what I say every time mm-hmm. when yes. I know Kristen's going to be on well, that day. Be on. We all oh. do that. <laughs> oh. 
It's going to be fabulous. Segment <laughs> I.E. listed. <laughs> All right, so we got Mike Bryan on the phone. Michael, you, you've talked to Kristen Burt before, haven't you? I have. Yep. I thought That's so. always a, It's always great to hear from her. Yep, it's absolutely true. She has her finger on the pulse of Hollywood. And then we got mystery guest on the phone. You have a mystery guest? Derek. Oh, you're talking? Derek Hassan is on the phone. Yeah. How do you know that? I got to introduce myself. We got to talk on the hold. Apparently, you guys just let anybody into this place. Yeah, (laughs) honestly, God, anybody just kind of wander in. It's unbelievable. What's up, Derek? Um, well, I don't want to step on anybody's toes since you got a bunch of guests, but um, a real quick shout-out. I love whenever Kristen Burt's on. And uh, I was on the train going to work when she called in to KQ, and I did go, <laughs> And everybody in the train looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? No, it's Kristen so Burt. Guys, problem. <laughs> I love this call. But no, I love it when, love it when Kristen Burt's on. And I was talking to Michael Bryan on hold because I called about movies. I said, I'm looking all over for 10th and Wolf. While I was on hold, I found it. It's free to watch with commercials on IMDb TV, so I know what I'm doing with the rest of my day. Oh, let us know what you think. So much. Let, it, let us know what you oh, think, Derek. Well, you always talk about Marsden and Rabisi, but um, I didn't know Dennis Hopper and Brad De- uh, Brian Dennehy were in it. That's awesome. Oh, they're phenomenal. Well, they're, everybody in it's fantastic. Yeah. And I want right, you to do so, me a favor, uh, Derek. Absolutely. Okay, here's my favor. When the man in full regalia is singing Vestila Juba from uh, Pagliacci, you gotta call... I've heard you mention that before. (laughs) One of the greatest scenes in the history of movies, what Giovanni Rabisi says to James Marsden. It's phenomenal. (laughs) I'll keep my eyes and ears peeled. Well, please let us know. We have a very similar taste in movies, Tom, so I always always take your recommendations to heart. Okay, uh, about, more so when the ones that are shit, because we definitely agree on the ones that are shit. Oh god, so. there's the most just <laughs> terrible. You got? Have you ever seen Things to Do in Denver when you're dead? That's one that I saw years ago. I absolutely love it. Yep. Um, one of my all-time favorites. And Mammy Rammer? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah Mammy Rammer. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Um, and just um, when he shoots the guy and he says, "I am Godzilla." You are Japan. <laughs> Treat Williams is just great. Yeah. He's great. Treat Williams, so, yeah. baby. And, and again, yep, true romance. Again, we're all on the same page. Oh, there, I love so. it. That's why I wanted to drop this on you, which maybe you've seen it before. Not the main reason I called, but I was thinking about it. It's, it's maybe 20 years old now, but Suicide Kings with Christopher Walken. Phenomenal. Uh, Jay Moore. Okay, you've seen it. All right, excellent. Fantastic. And the one I wanted to touch base on, especially since Kristen's here, and it's been all a buzz for a while, I finally watched the first three episodes last night, and if you haven't seen it, The Queen's Gambit. I know you don't have Netflix, but... Oh, it's so good. Okay, okay. It is phenomenal. It's so good! So good! You said the acid thing. I started watching Queen's Gambit. Because it's fantastic. And once I saw the little girl with the dead mom on the street, I said, nope. <laughs> You're out. Oh, God. I am out. It is the most, it's a great it's show. The most depressing thing. It's I've a very ever, depressing I, if show. You can't, if you can't see Yikes. the felt life and the tragedy in it's that, regardless of what happens, you're, oh. I, you're well, not yeah, right. Yeah, tragedy happens. I life, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let's yeah. watch it. Let's watch how Doc. bad people. Look, yeah. she was damaged no, as a child. It's and then really she, look, good. I'm no. out. Nope. It's out. Really that is depressing. It's a really good show. It's, it's a, depressing it's a hard as can be. Point. Well, it's a hard starting point, but you know what? It sets up the movie, and 
Yep. That's rough. But again, you know, again, teach their own. But I, I've really enjoyed it so far. And I wanted to share that with you guys. I know, again, you don't have Netflix. but Well, somebody um, could share their so Netflix far, account. Netflix no. password. Yeah. Exactly, Alex. I have no idea. It's Dan's that he's I had just, for oh. like 15 years. So we take ours from no Melissa's idea. mom. So. so just call the office. <laughs> if you want that Prozac prescription after you've watched this and you're so depressed, <laughs> call on in. We'll get to you so that you're, you say you feel... That's you can get, so get your good. mood back up. Oh, no way. No, there's no snowflake chance. Well, by the third episode, it's actually become quite uplifting, I would say. But her mom died. It ebbs and flows. But her mom died. You're, it it's happens. a scar. Oh. Well, did My mom died. Did you watch Bambi? Bambi and the mother died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's why I don't watch these movies because you get depressed all the time. That's why I did. That's why I was depressed for two weeks after watching Sophie's Choice. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, that sort of garbage. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's that same thing. You know, I don't want to. This yeah, tragedy goes on. I don't want to. I don't want to be watching it. I know it goes on. It personally affects me. Period. I I can't watch it. I'm kind of inclined to agree. I can respect that. No, that's true. That's true. That's like I can't read certain books. Like I can watch movies that are depressing, but I cannot read a depressing book. Like I read. Oh God, what Gone Girl? Didn't trust Dan for two months. I was like, you're clearly a serial killer. Because he is. Crazy person. He, like, for a month, he was like, why are you so... <laughs> and, and what was that one? Sweet bones, bones of bones, or something? Oh, bones lovely, under the chip? Lovely, no, lovely, I read lovely, lovely, There you go. What's it? How would we? Why? Are, no. How can we why read that <laughs> no. stuff? I read like four pages <laughs> of it. I was like, no, never. Buy the striped pajamas. Ugly bones. That was an ugly cry. Ugly. That wasn't yeah. pretty at all. No, okay. I can't. I'm the same See, way I'm with strange. Ralph. But about I books. thought. I thought. I thought Gone Girl was good, but I also masturbated all the way through the Diary of Anne Frank, so I'm different. Well, Boy, look at the dog. Uh, hey, right, trying too hard to be funny. Derek, Thank you, you got to do one more favor. <laughs> yes, you you got to do your reaction on the train to Kristen Burt being on the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so, hey, everybody. This is my Tom Bernard voice. Hey, everybody. We finally got Kristen Burt on the air. Oh, <laughs> and that's my favorite. That's my favorite voice Tom does whenever he's really impressed with something. He's like, oh, I just love it. it. It makes me smile every time I hear it, Tom. So, Thank and again, sorry for being a disgusting prick, but you guys keep up the good work. And um, yeah. uh, also something to keep an ear open for. I've noticed real quick, Tom. I love it whenever you say something, Tom. That. Um, may not be 100% factual just before he goes on the computer Andy always goes hmm when he hears a story that he's got to look up I always hear hmm one of Melissa's least favorite things that I do love it love it well it endears you to me Andy so again all it's great thanks for having me on thanks Derek Please, damn, it's good. You guys take care. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Pleasure. We love you, pal. <laughs> love you guys, too. I don't know about after that crack. I'm not sure. I want that as my theme song in my contract of, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Yeah. Oh, oh, now she's putting in riders. Oh, oh that, that's great. God, exactly. Oh. I got riders. She wants you, now you want room. riders. All right, here we go. That's just all right. And there better not be a single M&M in my dressing room. There is, no, not, you, don't <laughs> want M&M. you want Hershey's Kisses. I <laughs> No, think. I don't like those either. I don't like um, chocolate that much. So you know, no? All right, get off the air. You're gone. Melissa's well, kind of I that want, way too, actually. I want like Twizzlers. I want like a Twizzler. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, a whole bunch of them. Twizzlers. No, is it, it'll be Twizzlers, not Red Vines? 
I'll take both, actually, I, but I prefer a Twizzler over a red wine. Yeah. You wow. got no taste. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love Twizzlers, but they're so, I don't know. It's, Twizzlery. They're very waxy. Oh, my God. You guys you guys will love this story. Did I tell you about the um, gingerbread house decorating thing? Yes. Uh, you did. Were children involved? Yes. Oh, boogers. What? We had to get... Okay, so Fawn wanted to do a gingerbread house decorating kit. Yes. Sure. And I went to Trader Joe's because they usually have them. Yes. Didn't have them. I called Whole Foods. They sell a gingerbread house undecorated without any decorations. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, what the hell is the point because of that? Because then you buy mini marshmallows yeah, exactly. and icing. Oh. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, I was like, F that. Yeah, I was like, F that. I'm not doing And I have to go to like a hippy dippy place because Fawn can't have red food coloring. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And then I went into Michael's because I was by Michael's. And I was like, oh, I'll get some Christmas crafts. And they had a gingerbread making kit. And, of course, it had, like, the food coloring, whatever. And so we threw those candies away. But I bought some random candies at the Michael's checkout that didn't have red food coloring in them. And it was chocolate-covered almonds, Mm -hmm. flirty strawberries and cream gummy lips. Sure. Those didn't have red in them? No, they were naturally dyed. Yeah. And then gummy bears flavored like cocktails. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, it was like organic gummy bears, whatever, but it was like mint mojito and strawberry So you've got got lips and booze decorations for your... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, exactly. I know. I was like, "This is such an." But I was like, and the kids ate that. The lips were actually real. The flirty strawberries and cream lips were actually really good. Oh dear, it's a hot mess. What a yeah. You need to post yeah, that. Typical. Yeah. You need so, to post it's like that. cloudy yeah. with a chance of meatballs, but for a bachelorette party. Yeah, it's. I was like, I was like, this is what we're decorating. <laughs> we got to take a break. We're right back. Michael Bryant with us. And I got, I loved Eric. Thank you so much for calling in because once again, I'm on the train. Kristen Burke comes on. <laughs> we'll be back. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, 
for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. All right, got to have one of each. We already did Kristen, so now we got... Michael Bryant's on the air. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Kristen gets the oh, and Michael gets the oh. Uh, that sounds a little lucky weird. Lucky you. <laughs> Have fun I'm with that. Enthusiasm's not the same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah. It's like a Wookiee <laughs> crying. So, Kristen, so Michael. Does, does, does Doug's last for like an hour? Does what? <laughs> does Doug's sound last for about a half an hour or yes, so? Yes, it does. Yeah, whatever sound Doug makes, it lasts for a half an hour, just like his commercials on KQ. It is. I love that you bust his balls about that. It's so funny. Um, now, Michael, I think you should tell Kristen Burt, Hollywood uh, legend that she is, what you and I watched last night. Oh, yeah. We watched Freaky last night. That was actually a, pretty, a very good movie. Vince Vaughn is awesome. <laughs> he is. Have you seen that, Kristen? Um, I haven't, but you know what? Vince Vaughn always surprises me because I always think I'm like, eh, he's not that great. And then every time I see a movie with him, him, he's always so much fun. He is. I think he's terrific. He's a very nice guy, too, by the way. We, uh, we, tended, we attended a party once, and he was at the party. And he came over and introduced himself to everybody. And, you know, Catherine and Alex were there. And Alex's buddy was there. He came over and spent time. It was very, he was very, very nice. Well, and it's a Blumhouse film, so you must have loved it. It's right up your alley, Tom. Well, the first five minutes are so incredibly violent. <laughs> I didn't even know if I could watch any more of it. It's like, God, <laughs> man, that thing was. A... Should, could I tell him? Oh, all right, Michael, why don't you tell him what happened to the teacher? Hmm. Well, I, I think you you got to save that if you're going to yeah, see it. Yeah, you're right. If you're going to see it, you got to <laughs> save what it. happened Don't to ruin the, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't mm-hmm. tell them what happened to the teacher. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But the first few minutes are so incredibly violent. I went, I can't watch this thing. And then all of a sudden it becomes yep. hilarious. Yep. I, I will tell you. It's, it's very well done. It's very surprising. It's a, it's good. He plays a, the, the 16-year-old girl. And he does a crazy he job does. doing it. He plays a 16-year-old girl. When he, Kristen, when he runs, he's got his hands flapping up and down like a 16-year-old girl would. It's hilarious. It's great. <laughs> it's, he's very good in it. Well, everybody in it's really good in it, as a matter of fact. Yep. It's just you got to get past that first couple of minutes mm-hmm. because it's the biggest slasher film ever made in the first couple of minutes. It is unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, we had fun. Derek has entered the chat because he wants to ask Kristen if she's seen Tenant. Oh, yeah. That... Oh, Tenant? No, I avoided it at all. <coughs> oh, really? <laughs> Why? Why? What's up? I just didn't get um, great reviews. Everyone I know who did see it was like, it's really, you know, it wouldn't have done as well um, 
at the theater that everyone was expecting. I think I, I'm not a huge Christopher Nolan fan. I find that I like go in with like grand expectations because he is a thoughtful uh, filmmaker, but I always find that I'm really disappointed. So I was just like, I'm avoiding this one. So no tenant, no t- so tenant. What's no tenant for me. I mean, T-E-N-E-T. I would say if you're a Nolan fan, I would 100% go and see it. What well, else did he do? Kristen, what do you... Well, go ahead. <clears throat> no, that's all right. Go ahead. Kristen, have you have you heard anything yet on uh, how people are taking Godfather 3 on the remake? You know, there, I haven't heard um, a lot of buzz on it, but I think it's so interesting um, that they're even attempting this because I'm, I'm always hesitant on remakes. However... <laughs> This is kind of an interesting um, prospect for it. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're doing, I mean, there's several things coming out about The Godfather, which I think is funny. They're doing a documentary on it. And there's a lot of focus suddenly on the, on the Godfather. I feel like we're coming back, circling back to this film. So it's not a remake, it's a re-edit. Yeah. And right. Well, I, I wonder how they're going to re-edit Sofia Coppola. <laughs> I, oh, that's cold. Oh, well, God, the amount of footage, just like the raw amount of footage that they have to work with, they could probably make six different movies with it. Does, does anyone remember who was supposed to play the part? Uh, Winona Ryder, I thought. Yeah, it was. Yep, yeah. Winona. Yep. And, that, and Winona was super hot at the time. I don't know if anyone remembers. Yep. She was, like, top-notch, really young, getting nominated for Academy Awards, and um, she had to drop out of the film, so... It was kind of interesting that he chose his daughter. Because of shoplifting, right? No, that was much later in her career. I don't know if that's a career move, but... uh, Yeah, (laughs) um, exactly. But uh, she she was, like, exhausted. She had been working too much and just couldn't take on the film. Um, Her shoplifting kind of came when her... Shoplifting incident came when she kind of had a lull in her career. And she wound up having an addiction to prescription um, painkillers. Didn't she also choose another movie over it? She was she she was like either just finishing up or starting another movie and chose to do that one instead. I thought. I thought she dropped out because she was um, exhausted from filming a movie and that she just couldn't take on okay. another one. Let's see. We could look it up. We'll probably never know the real reason. Mm-hmm. It's probably eight different you know accounts. <laughs> Um, celebrities love to claim exhaustion. I'd love to claim exhaustion for my job and just be like, I'm oh, sorry. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks Three times a day. Yes. I'm too exhausted. I, I don't know. Most uh, Often when you post about uh, Dancing with Stars, I get kind of tired there, Kristen. Well. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars is exhausting to cover. I will, I will say that. It's, it's, the fan base is very demanding. They're like a... I would say like a Star Wars fan base or a soap opera fan base, like very passionate yeah. about what they're seeing and knowing all the details and knowing the history. So if you don't know your history of it, you're going to get reamed in your coverage. So it's one of those things you have to be really, really careful. Yeah, I could see that. I have a question for you guys. Um, Kristen, where do I know Rashida Jones from? She's just been named the uh, new president of MSNBC. <laughs> where- well, which Rashida Jones are you talking about? There's multiple? It's a different Rashida Jones. Oh, it's different? Rashida Jones with MSNBC, and then there's Rashida Jones, the daughter of Quincy Jones and Peggy Lipton, who was in the office. Oh, that's right. That's the Rashida Jones I I know, not this one. I saw that up on my alerts, and I was like, I wonder how often the two of them get, like, mixed messages and mail and tweets. I mean, it's hilarious. Especially because it's not, like, an average name, you know? Yeah. 
Hmm. But yeah, I saw her picture of Rashida Jones. Well, first of all, Rashida Jones looks like she's about 40 years old. So my God, she's a very young president of a, of a network, I would say. Yes, Rashida's, uh, Rashida Jones, the actress, is 44. <laughs> I don't know how old the new president of MSNBC she's is. She's 44? Who is? Rashida Jones, yeah. The Which actress? One? Oh, the actresses? What? Oh, yeah, I'm sure she is now. Rashida yeah. Jones, the MSNBC, whatever she is now, is between 39 and 40. We don't know exactly. Oh, between 39 and 40? She's, she's 45. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, she does not look very old, and she's the president of MSNBC, so that's good. Maybe they could, hopefully she'll have, so have them start telling the truth. That'd be good. Thank you very much. Great Doubtful. to be here. Oh, boy. Here all day. <laughs> I'm here all day. Well, you have to remember. Here all day, telling the joke. My friend got booted down to MSNBC because Catherine and I used to go have dinner about once a year with Brian Williams and his lovely wife and Mitch Dolan and his wife. It was wonderful. Brian's the nicest guy in the world. Why he ever did what he did, I will never understand. Why he lied about that helicopter thing. I don't know. Well, and multiple other stories. It wasn't just that yeah, one. Right, right. Long, several others. Yeah, yeah. And his legacy, his, he would have followed in the legacy of, like, the Peter Jennings, the Walter oh, yeah. Cronkite. Absolutely. Uh, Dan Rather. Yeah, it's crazy. God, he's such a nice man. The sweetest guy in the world. Okay, asks you, how you doing? How's this going? How's the radio station? How's Catherine doing? I mean... Nicest guy in the damn world. And I, I read that and said, like, Ryan, what are you doing? Uh, I don't Has know. anyone been listening to He's been doing these sort of, I don't know what you call monologues or, I mean, these sort of mission statements about what he's seeing sometimes with Donald Trump, and they're pretty funny. Oh, are they? Yeah, he's I mean, he's giving his opinion, but he's, it's, it's done in a very eloquent way. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy cow, he just roasted Trump. And I don't watch MSNBC. However, it's, the clips oftentimes show up on Twitter, so that's where I usually. Oh them. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes total sense. <laughs> seeing stuff on what's Twitter again? I forgot. <laughs> or are you on Parlor now, Tom? I'm not on any of them. I, I I have no interest in social media whatsoever. None. I, I the problem. Except I have, for of course promoting this show. <laughs> <laughs> and Catherine's on. I see Catherine tweeting away all the time. Tweet, tweet. Oh, yeah. At least you don't have to live with Tom. Is that one of her tweets today? Usually. <laughs> no. But Catherine, I'm going to tweet that right now and right see now. how many likes I get. Oh, God. Uh, Five million likes. You're a saint, Tom. Catherine, you're a saint. Catherine, you should do a poll. <laughs> what? What do you think life is like living with Tom Bernard? Oh, well, thank a? you so much there, Kristen Burt. <laughs> I'm going to get creative? roasted on a stick. <laughs> creative social media ideas. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God, here right, I go. That's what I'm going to dedicate the rest of my week to. It's weird things about Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's just great news. we got to take a break. We have one more segment left with Michael Bryant. And, of course, oh is with us too. Oh. We'll be back. We'll be back. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. So, Michael. Yeah. Um, what is this whole deal about? What are you going up to Red Lake? Is that the plan? No, he just was responding. You must have read my text out loud. Um, so he was responding to my text. Oh, that that's right. That, well, yeah. he did. He did mm-hmm. get two inches and six inches confused. He did. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? It's a different measurement. Just how life goes. You know what I mean? Just how mm-hmm. life goes. So in any case, what were we, what were we just going to talk about? Something. What was I going to talk about again? I forgot. Uh, oh, what a jackass uh-huh. I am to live with. That's right. I forgot. It should be wonderful. Oh. Yeah. Should be just fantastic. That's what I think, anyway. Really enjoyable for me. Catherine's typing out the poll right now. Yep, got to get the poll going. Oh mm-hmm. God, yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Every so day's a joy. Every day's a misery. You pick. <laughs> hmm. What? Oh, okay, that would be great. Every day's interesting. You know, we should put it in there. By the way, uh, you should put it in there. Should I divorce Tom, or should I just do what he does in radio and just wait till he fires me? <laughs> I've been waiting to be fired for how many years how many now? Years? Please <laughs> fire me! Please I was fire hoping me! Hoping I'd get fired. Uh, I think it's hilarious. No question about it. Okay, now, what other movies are coming out this now? Okay, so we saw Freaky. Catherine, what did you and I see the other night? It was good. Uh, you saw that Costner uh, movie. Oh, yeah, the Kevin Costner movie's pretty good, don't you think, Kristen? Yeah, we talked about that last week. Right, right. That's a yeah. good movie. Yeah, you, should, you would have enjoyed that. I mean, right now, the big thing, everything's going to wind up on streaming because right. we are still months into this pandemic. Yep. Uh, and, of course, that's going to continue to upend the entire theatrical movie experience for everyone. I mean, people are mad because, you know, all the Warner Brothers movies are going to HBO Max. Oh, um, that's right, yeah. Yeah, there, there's, and you know... I don't think a lot of people are realizing, like, the average person is like, great, I get to go watch this on HBO, but you have to remember that a lot of people have back-end deals of how, you know, if there's a lot of money made at the box office, they have points invested in that revenue, and then they get more money on their income based Mm. off of what happens in the theatrical experience. If it goes to streaming, that's done, you know? That's a done deal. That's tough. It's super tough, and uh, there's so few movie theaters open right now that you're not going to get that big, you know, $30 million payday after having a successful film out there. So there's a lot of actors and producers not too happy right now. But the the people that get points really are up there, and they've made it already. And if if you're the first-time movie, you're not getting points at the box office. Oh, correct. They're, I mean, but understand that they just want to make as much money as possible. We don't. We shouldn't feel sorry for them by yeah, any well, means. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just saying that this is completely changing a business model in Hollywood that's been going on for decades. So 
there's going to be a lot of shifting. There's going to be a shifting of what contracts look like in the next couple of years because of this. And I don't think movie goers will go back to the theater in the same way. More people will watch it on demand, streaming yeah, at their home theaters. I mean, this right. only drains what was already happening. Well, again, it's interesting you bring that up because last night when Michael came over to watch the movie, uh, it came up and it was like, he goes, oh, God, it's $20 to rent it. And I said, yeah, but if we went to the movie theater, it'd be $24. So what's the difference? That's exactly how they're making their money. Exactly. People are like, well, then I'd buy popcorn mm-hmm. and right. some milk right. duds and it would right. end up costing 40 bucks. That's yeah, true. Yeah, you get enough screeners, too, from being a Screen Actors Guild member. So it's one of those things that I go to the movies for the experience because I do want a soda and popcorn, and I know I can make it here, but it's, it's something about the whole aspect of like going to the theater and sitting in yeah. a deep seat and having that big tub of popcorn. We don't have that right now. And right. I mean, I, I think about it. Chris, it's going to Last time I went to a movie theater was December 2019. Oh, God. We went to a movie this summer, didn't we? Yeah, we did one saw one mm. this summer. Yeah. They've been closed in L.A. since March. So we have not had that opportunity God. at all. I was told you're not allowed to walk outside <laughs> in L.A. now. <laughs> oh, this was hilarious. So um, <laughs> L.A. The, the problem with L.A. is that there's L.A. County and then there's L.A. the city itself. Right, right. So L.A. County put out these regulations that were very understandable. They were just like, hey, it's like a semi-lockdown, essentially. But the malls are still open. We're just opening them up at like 25% capacity, that type of situation. So, and, and at that point, personal services like hair salons were open, too. Well, like three days later, L.A. City institutes a lockdown. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, wait, we have another lockdown? And it was the same exact guidelines for L.A. County, but they were just issuing it for the city. Oh, so they yeah. had it on record. Yep. But there were these crazy things of, like, you cannot travel by foot, by bike, by scooter, by car. What? Um, <laughs> and people were like, oh, wait, I can't walk outside well, my house, hmm. but I can go to the grocery store? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. It'd be tough to do. And just, it just was a mess. And But the parks and, and <laughs> the parks and the beaches were open. We're like, what? Um, it was just so poorly written. I don't know who signed off on it saying that that makes sense. Your government like, You work. can be inside but not outside, but outside but not inside. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you couldn't disadvantage the homeless people in all the parks and on the beaches. And they said you don't have to adhere to all of these regulations if you are uh, if you are homeless. Oh my that God. was the other part of it too. Oh, so, so you go out and take a walk while I'm homeless. Yeah, because that solves that problem. Yeah, and now we officially, uh, now the governor has put us in, I would say, a modified, a more modified lockdown in that. Um, personal services like all the hair salons nail salons those are all closed down at this point restaurants are only open for takeout and you know you can go to the mall though that's the thing like you can go to the mall and do some christmas shopping you can go to the grocery store some schools are open if they've had the ability to um like if they're a private school and had you know met state guidelines it's really weird because it's like it works for this you know part of the industry but it doesn't work for this and i'm like COVID is everywhere so you know what i mean i don't want a full lockdown people should be able to make their choice and decide whether they want to go to a movie theater or disneyland or right it sounds like double secret probation from animal house Mm -hmm. basically (laughs) what it is yeah Yeah. i what are they gonna oh go ahead michael is is there why is timothy oliphant suddenly showing up in like mandalorian and fargo is it work is it just I mean, this seems odd. He's suddenly popping up as much as he is as of late. 
Good question. Uh, you know, sometimes, I don't know if there was a personal decision in any of that, or sometimes I think Hollywood rediscovers people, and they show up mm. in a project, and people go, oh, yeah, we haven't hired him for a while. Let's bring him on back. And then they become hot again. It's, I, I always find that, that kind of fascinating, um, that, you know, for whatever reason, people's careers cool, and then, like, one little thing, like, gives people an idea of, like, oh, I'm going to bring Tim- Timothy back. And then they're in everything all of a sudden. Okay. That makes total sense. I would say in any case. So basically we're just going to be, you're thinking maybe we can go back to theaters in May sometime, June maybe? I hope so, honestly. And that, and that is uh, going to depend upon how willing people are to get a vaccine. Right. I know that um, I think other areas of the country will be less conservative and opening everything up um, compared to, say, California. I think we're going to be on the longer side of this. Um, I was seeing news that Pfizer said the supply is going to be very short for vaccines and they, they're not going to be able to meet all of the demand and that they're looking at June, July for some yeah, of their vaccines. That's been, proven, that's been proven untrue. It is? Uh, for act- Pfizer? Yeah, we actually have 600 million doses, not 100 million. Okay, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I'm that- like, let's Let's get this over with. Yeah, the, one of the companies is supposed to make two billion doses yeah, next billion. year. Yep, exactly. So uh, I, I don't, and 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 the fat and the lines are running full speed, twenty four hours a day right now. Rest yep. assured. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. The first fifty million doses come into America, or they're here, they're here, ready to be shipped. Um, so you know that's that's twenty five million. Well, fifty million people get it as a first dose, right? And they're just waiting for that second dose. I don't know. I'm not. I, I think it's going to start rolling out really fast. I do too. I hope so. I know California so. is getting them. I, I think next week, and they were starting obviously with uh, healthcare workers, all, all the frontline workers, and people in those high risk categories. So I've heard that in Minnesota, uh, disc jockeys are the first ones to get it. Yeah. Really. I thought you were banned from getting it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was wrong. I got that wrong. You got that wrong. You got it right. You can't get it. You're so, out. A woman in England got I, it. Ninety-year-old woman. Yeah, how about the, the first? How about the second person in England who got it? Did you see that? Who that was? No. United Kingdom. The second person to get the vaccine. William Shakespeare. That's the guy's <laughs> oh. real name. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, they're resurrecting him? <laughs> yeah. It's his real name, too. His real name is William Shakespeare. Once, one one, uh, one uh, survey that was reported is that 50% of Germans will not get it. They won't. Yeah, they won't do it. Oh, I guess I won't. Mike had to go. Oh, Mike had to go. I did a poll on my Instagram of people if they wanted it or not, and... Very few people said yes, and a few of the people that said yes said they have to for their job, so they don't have a choice. I was going to say, it's going to be required oh, yeah. in Hollywood, yeah. I know that. Right yeah, away. a lot so of people, a lot of people were it. like, I'm not anti the, the COVID vaccine. They're like, just not right away. Like, maybe later. Yeah, let some other guinea pigs get it first. Yeah. I won't even update mm-hmm. my phone right away I when the update you. comes out. No. So. I don't usually get a flu vaccine. I did get one this year because it was required for to be on set. So yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. if you're requiring it for work, I'll do it. It's interesting. They require that, but then they can give you a religious out. If you yeah. have religious beliefs that say that you should not get oh, it, they always let right. that out. Because in yeah. hospitals, they say, oh, you have to have a flu vaccine. Well, of course, unless you have a religious belief that says you shouldn't Cali- get a flu vaccine. In California, there's a religious so. exemption? I don't know. Uh, but the, I don't think there is. You have to. It's freedom of religion. You have to. You, you know, it's uh, for kids though. If kids want to go to public school, you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, you that, can't do a religious exemption. Outbreak here a few yeah. years ago. That was 
horrible. Okay. And it started at Disneyland. Oh, that's right. There you go. All right, young lady, it's all over again already. Just flies by. Typical. Ooh. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good day. We'll talk. Bye. Talk to you later with the family.